This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. It's no secret, if you listen to this program, you probably realize that a lot of my philosophy when it comes to social issues, when it comes to civil liberties, tends to be pretty libertarian. Namely, I don't care what people do as long as you don't hurt anybody. You want to get drunk, go get drunk. You want to sleep with whomever, sleep with whomever, as long as everybody is a consenting adult. I am all for free speech and not limiting free speech. I am all for people doing whatever they want to do as long as you don't bother me. I don't really care whether or not people smoke marijuana. I know a lot of people that smoke marijuana and they're normal, productive, functioning, successful members of society. But even if they weren't, makes no difference to me. I don't like it when it's blowing in my face. I hate the smell and it's really irritating. But I do draw the line when it comes to children, and I especially draw the line when it comes to children accidentally consuming marijuana and THC, and apparently I am not the only one. An elected official in upstate New York is coming for edibles. That's right. Democratic Assembly member Phil Steck, who voted in favor of recreational marijuana legalization in 2021, wants to prohibit the distribution and sale of any candy product containing THC, including but not limited to chocolates and gummies. Stack, who represents parts of Albany County and nearby Schenectady County and chairs the Assembly's Committee on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse, explained the, the proposed bill on Twitter. I supported marijuana legislation as a safeguard, not so strong to cause psychosis in some, but regulated like alcohol and tobacco. Not sold in forms attractive to children. We did not sign up for libertarian anything-goes cannabis. Sorry, just the opposite of the drug war. I I completely agree with him. I think it's terrible that children might make an honest mistake and and take what they think is a piece of candy or a piece of chocolate, and all of a sudden it's THC and marijuana. I think that's awful. For the same reasons we don't allow bubblegum flavored cigarettes to be sold, THC candies should not be sold. Period. So I applaud Assemblymember Stack on this. We'll see where it goes. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I recognize that people have very strong views on the charter school issue, and I think there's always a danger in oversimplifying the charter school issue. I realized there are a lot of nuances to it, and people feel strongly, and it's something that we could talk about for four hours and still not cover anything. And I I know a lot of people disagree with my position, which is that the state should let 
the city of New York do what it wants. We shouldn't be bound by some arbitrary state cap on the number of charter schools. New York City should determine for itself how many charter schools we want and what the process is for becoming a charter school. That being said, it turns out some of the politicians in Albany, including Senators Robert Jackson, Jabari Brisport, Upstate Assemblyman Phil Steck, and John McDonald, even though they're all gung-ho in their opposition to charter schools, they or their children have benefited from alternative schools. Senator Robert Jackson, for instance, who opposes Governor Kathy Hochul's plan to lift the charter school cap in the five boroughs, recently admitted he sends his daughter to a $56,000 a year private school on the Upper West Side. Now, he should be able to send his children to whatever school he wants. If he can afford it or he can work out some sort of deal, that's great. But what he's doing in opposing Governor Hochul lifting this cap is denying parents in his district who want an alternative to the New York City conventional public school system. He's denying them that same opportunity. And that's not right. I think it's fine if politicians want to send their kids to private school. I think when you're denying the opportunity to send your child to an alternative school to parents in your community, that's another ball game altogether. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. It was a real treat to have Ernie Anastas in studio Monday morning, and it was a real treat to be able to hang out with him off air a bit on Thursday evening. And I'm a big fan of his, and I have been for literally decades. And one of the things he said in our interview, if you were listening closely, is that he's soon going to be getting a show on 77 WABC, a full one-hour show where he's going to take calls and talk about positivity and all sorts of things. And apparently there was a full-page ad in yesterday's New York Post and Ernie's show is going to be Sundays at 5 p.m. I believe this starts this Sunday, but don't hold me to that. But it was advertised in the New York Post that Ernie Anastas is going to be on every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. right after Laura Curran, who has been killing it on the podcast front, the former Nassau County executive, who I think just has such a pleasant voice, such a nice-sounding voice. She's going to be on Sundays from 4 to 5, and Laura Curran is a Democrat, a conservative Democrat, but a Democrat nonetheless. And I think it's great to have more Democrats on this station, even though most of the on-air talent and a lot of the listenership tends to be conservative. I view having more Democrats on the station as a way to get more people to listen to our station and to have more more of a dialogue and to have people who might have a certain way of thinking have those ideas challenged uh, by others that they may not agree with. So I'm all for both of these programming moves. Not that anybody needs my permission, but uh, starting this Sunday, you can hear Laura Curran from 4 to 5 p.m., followed by Ernie Anastas from 5 to 6 p.m. This is the best weekend talk radio lineup in America, bar none, and the ratings reflect that. So be sure to check out the great Ernie Anastas. Sundays at 5 p.m. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. 
The New York Post is reporting today that the NYPD is lowering fitness standards. This is bad news, but this has happened before, and it was bad news then, and it's worse now. Sure enough, the NYPD has once again lowered its requirement for police recruits, scrapping a timed mile-and-a-half run in the police academy. The controversial move, which training chief Juanita Holmes said will help more women applicants make the cut, sparked an intra-agency battle between Holmes, who we now know is looking for employment elsewhere, maybe at a police department on Long Island, and NYPD Commissioner Keechan Sewell that Mayor Eric Adams apparently had to settle, according to the Post. The internal squabble boiled over just months after the Post reported in July that the NYPD had dramatically relaxed the police fitness test amidst a record wave of retirements. The department has also had trouble recruiting new cops, many of whom can find better paying jobs in Long Island or even in Florida. When Ron DeSantis was here in New York recently, He made a point of bragging that if you want to leave the New York City Police Department, they'll give you a $5,000 bonus to join a Floridian Police Department. Without this timed run, the only physical fitness criteria for NYPD hopefuls is the job standard test, a multi-step course that needs to be completed in four minutes and 28 seconds. I think this is terrible. I want my police officers to be the most physically fit and the most physically active there are. We should not not be essentially dumbing down the fitness requirements to become a cop. If you're having a problem with recruitment, then maybe there's a broader problem with morale that we need to deal with. You know where they're not having a problem with recruitment? Westchester, Suffolk County, Nassau County. You know why? Because they're paying them more. If we have a problem with recruitment, the solution is not to make it easier for people to get on the force. The solution is to pay them more. Beam me up. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.